Hi, this is Kinda Jaded with Casey Hill and Caroline. Me, 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 me. So, hey, bitch. Hi. How's um, your day? My day is good. I just got home from a session. Tell me about it. Um, it was good. I was working with some new people, and it was just super chill. Like, it was easy, you know. I love um, a session. Yeah, I love a session. I love a chill session. She loves a, a session, just in general. You love I a love session. Sesh. Actually, but I I hate sessions, but me too. But I, it just depends on my like my energy. Level. Totally. This was like sometimes cool. I go in. Yeah. No, go, go, go. No, you no, go. No, stop. No, no. No. Oh my God, stop. Okay, you go. <laughs> um, fine, I'll go. Um, yeah, it just all depends on my energy level. I feel like when you're doing like four or five sessions a week or more, that's when it's just like monotonous and it's hard to get. I don't know. For me, I just feel like totally. I just am depleted. I just don't do that anymore. Like I mostly work at home and it's like when I'm working with other people, I'm probably like collaborating just like lately and it's, yeah. it's energizing, but I don't book that many things because I know that I'll just burn out if I try and do too many sessions. Yeah, the burnout. And then you're just like, I don't know. I just feel like I can't be... There's like a weird, like great, sometimes when I'm completely burned out, I am super creative and, and when I'm like totally refreshed, I'm super creative, but there's this like middle area where I'm like tired, but like not quite burnt out where I'm just like uninspired. Yeah. I'm just like, there's nothing. Yeah. I don't like nothing. There's simply nothing. Wait, I have a question off topic. Yeah. Do you fart in front of Leslie? Oh, what do you mean? Of course. <laughs> Wait, you don't? No. Fuck off. <laughs> Five I'm... years and you haven't let one rip. No, I've like let one, but it's been like accidental. Like I forget that he's there. Oh my God. God bless your soul. I Babe, just... <laughs> I literally like shit with the door open, like come hold my hand. Is that crazy? No, everyone's different. The more I talk to people, I feel like people are like, wait, you guys don't fart in front of each other. But I feel like it's almost like just uh, like, let's keep the magic alive, I guess. And, you know, yeah. like we know. But we also are. there is a there's there's also a magic that, <laughs> yeah just in like that getting so close with somebody just like letting all your you know walls down and being like this is how my shit smells <laughs> you know yes I totally know I you totally don't know, know. you know I no do idea. I do I've I've been in relationships where I like yeah. fart around people but Jimmy and I just like we don't yeah I, don't know. I respect that Honestly, I respect it. And I totally understand why you wouldn't, but I definitely do. It just I feels like the shit. I just feel like the thing too is I'm so farty that, that yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear like you. it's a slippery slope. You know what I mean? I almost like don't Once want that him door to is know. open, babe. I Once know. the floodgates are open. Because <laughs> are you gassy? Babe. Am I gassy? I don't know. I don't think you've ever heard that before. Well, I'm not like, I mean, I have manners. Like, I'm not going to like show up to your door and be like, (laughs) I mean, never say never. But (laughs) I mean, I, yeah. But I'm definitely like, you know, when the time's right or like if I'm living with someone, it's like, let's fucking go. I just feel like when I'm home alone, I am just, I just feel like I'm so, like I'm straight farting all the time. You know what I mean? That's beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? But yeah, I feel like around Jimmy, like it's just kind of, uh, it's almost like if it, if it slips out, it's like a, something sweet. It's like, (laughs) 
Oh, that's so cute. I wish I was like that. You know, once I, I hooked up with a guy and this was years, years, years ago. And first time hanging out, we were like, you know, it was like super cute. We had like a fun night, went out for drinks, blah, blah, blah. And I like, guess I was like pretty drunk. Anyway, we went back to his house, had a great time, like hooked up. And he lived in this like, um, his bedroom and his apartment was just like really big and it was very like minimal. So it was just like a bed and just like high ceilings, like white, like, or sorry, just like nothing on the walls, just like kind of a box with a bed in it. Mm -hmm. So like big sounds, like the acoustics were, (laughs) you know, like Celine Dion would adore to record Mm -hmm. her next album in there. Mm -hmm. Um, And we had just hooked up and then I was just like, you know, like the app, like the pillow talk. And I just like was laying there like ass in the air (laughs) and, or like on my stomach. And I started like dozing off (laughs) and, and just like, like, I can't like a bomb, a bomb, babe. Like it was so insane. And it was like, I was falling asleep. So I like, got relaxed and it was like boom and (laughs) and I like it woke me up it startled me and I was like and I looked at him and he was like and then we just thank god we laughed but it was like it was like literally earthquake vibes oh my god and it was just like the sound was like ricocheting off the walls and it was like boom 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 it was out of control babe I am not Oh my God. I'm, I'm not kidding. It was dead. insane. We laughed about it, but then like after that, I don't you think we ever hooked see up him. I no. couldn't. No. I mean, maybe couldn't. I could, like, whatever. Who fucking cares? It's a fart. But like it was it was pretty it was pretty epic, I'd say. <laughs> That's an epic fart, babe. Um yeah, babe. it reminds me of one time, like I was hanging at <clears throat> I think I was actually it was when I was working with um Benny Blanco and and Magnus Cashmere Cat mm. on this song right so I'm like hanging out at Benny's you know you like go upstairs and for some reason like he started he was behind me and he started like picking up the pace of how quick he was walking and for a second I thought he was chasing me <laughs> so I started like running up the stairs but I got startled and it made me fart and then I just like in his face no no just like i didn't know him well enough to be like farting like that and he just made a noise so in order to like compensate for it i just like smacked the wall and stuff and like knocked this guitar off the wall he was like and you're like oopsies yeah it's like also he still to this day doesn't know you no he does he literally tells everyone be like okay remember the time that you casey thought you were chasing her and he'll be like oh yeah i feel like benny is like the type that you oh like that's the perfect person for that to happen. In front yeah, of. and he's literally told so many people about how I farted. I was like, "That's so cute." Sick. That's a um, cute story, actually. It is kind of cute. I wonder yes. what people tell about me. I'm terrified. Wait, you know what I was just thinking the other day in the shower? What? Okay, I was thinking like, I know so much gossip and like oh, especially babe. like music tea like i have i know so many secrets and so much gossip it's ridiculous and then it made me think like what do people know about me babe you're like clean as a whistle i don't think i am if i mean i definitely i mean i feel like i i mean i feel like we're both pretty like level-headed like chill yeah people who like I don't know it's hard like I'm sure there are some people like along the way who've been like oh she's a bitch or like yeah but like whatever totally it's it's hard when you're like running your own oh sorry no go go it's hard when you're trying to get shit done yeah I just wonder if there's some shit like what if it's like shit I did when I was drunk when I was like 22 or something which is like funny you know oh. what I mean or it's like like who cares totally but I just wonder kind of like 
It's less that I'm concerned. The stories that are going around. Yeah, I just almost wish I could like gossip about myself. Yeah, let's you know? do it. Should I we mean, start a we rumor? Just kind of, we just kind of were with the first yeah. story. Okay, let's I mean, start a rumor. Let's start a rumor that we we fart in every session. We let's start a rumor every. that the first time we met, we pulled our tits out <laughs> in front of everybody. Um, I probably honest, did, to be you honest. You probably did. I mean, that's not that far fetched. Yeah, um, there's a lot. I there's definitely a lot of stories about like my tits being out. But whatever. yeah, well, you know, that's for next podcast. Well, on another note, um, we have an incredible guest. I know. I'm so today. excited. I'm a pretty huge fan. I'm a huge fan. Um, her name is Tashi. We're gonna admit her to the Zoom right now, and I'm a huge fan. Me too. You're a huge fan. We're huge Thanks. fans. Hello. Hi. Oh my God. Hi. Okay. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Wait, gorgeous voice. Oh. Well, Perfect for podcasting. <laughs> right back at you. Oh my <laughs> Thank God. you. Kara does um, have a sexy voice. Nice Thank to you meet you, Summer. Kara. So nice to meet you. We were just talking about how we're huge stands. Oh, <laughs> thank you. And uh, I'm a Canadian queen also. Are you? Where? Where from? Toronto. Nice. Everybody's from, everybody that I meet from, who's from Canada and is cool is from Toronto. They're like, and you're from Vancouver? Yeah. Okay, cute. We were talking yeah. shit about Vancouver a couple. Yeah, we were. I didn't, I didn't want to say. Well, I didn't want to say no, it's it. okay. It's okay. I talk shit about Vancouver a lot. I've come to appreciate it a lot more in like the last couple years, though. But yeah, I, I've been known to talk shit about Vancouver. I mean, I literally I, just did. I was like, no one good is from Vancouver. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, it is stunningly gorgeous there. It's beautiful. Yes. That's the thing is that it's just actually so unbelievably beautiful and like you could fully just like live a life there where you're always like in the outdoors and like seeing all the, like exploring and just like seeing all these like amazing parts of, you know, just nature. Um, That's magical. Which yeah, is pretty special, but. That is magical. Wait, I'm so- actually crying. I think. Can we cry? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I feel like we have so much to unpack. Like I feel like we've talked about so much. We've talked about a lot. We've talked about a lot, but like, okay, I feel like all three of us have been personally victimized by the music industry. (laughs) Personally attacked. Oh my god! I can't wait to hear. Point or targeted. Literally (laughs) have been targeted (laughs) multiple times. It's rude. It's not okay. But Mm -hmm. I want to know, like, how did you get into music and like start writing songs? Um, yeah, well, I, I guess, I mean, I guess I started when I was like super young, you know, like I, I started writing songs when I was like a young child, like just cause I always kept journals and diaries and like, I would like record myself on tape and stuff. And I would just like, do you remember make- any of them? Sorry, I didn't. Yeah, you I do. And like, sometimes they pop into my head and I'm like, do you want to like, <laughs> let us know your fave just give us the title of one of them um uh let me let, actually oh there was one called uh, oh no not you again wait I, oh my god yeah yeah, yeah it was brilliant like, yeah i was like it's like don't come knocking on my door like <laughs> oh, no, not you again <laughs> um, it sounds like a gorgeous country song it does oh cool it was more of like a i was trying to do like a probably like a destiny's child like thing but like also not works. well at all. I was probably like 10. I don't know. But um, yeah, so I think like I was always kind of like trying, like doing it for fun, like very privately. And then um, and then I kind of started, I just kind of did it throughout my life. It's just like a very just personal thing. And then um, and then I ended up going to music school, which was kind of like when I decided like I'm going to try and you know, have a career in music in some way. And, um, and then when I was at music school, I was like writing and recording myself on my computer a bunch, just like, again, like just very privately, like in my room. And then, um, when I got out of school and moved to New York and like, I started, I was like working, um, in more like the music business side of things like I was just doing like an an internship and stuff and that was 
Yeah. And that was when I decided like, I do not want to, like, I want to be an artist. I don't want to like work at like a label or something. Um, so I, uh, recorded my first EP, which was like a, a collection of songs that I'd written, like while I was at music school. And that was like the first thing I released. And, um, yeah, it's just kind of been from there, like, you know, like I put that out in the blogosphere, like, age you know like soundcloud and all that and uh, such a good age yeah so that was you could like, like send your music to a blog and like people would actually I look know. at it yeah it's so weird kind of coming up in that world where i feel like again us going i'm i keep saying the music industry fucked us but it's also like the time that we mm-hmm. entered the music industry because i yeah. feel like we've all been in it for a minute and yeah. it's like we I think we all kind of came up in music or like first started releasing music when you could still like reach out to blogs or like blogs mm-hmm. still existed. So there was yes. like curation that was actually by yes. people. Yes. Yeah. And like, exactly. yeah. And it's like people liking your music meant something, whereas now it's just like how much money do you have to market yeah. the music and like get it on playlists? Like it has nothing to do with taste uh, you know or like, or yeah. Like yeah, exactly. yeah 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 that was I mean that's fully like how I like got any kind of like like I you know went from like just putting something online with like absolutely no idea what I was doing and like nobody helping me and just like no expectations to like my the next EP I put out after that like the blog like went like really well with like blogs and like hype machine and then like that led to me being able to like tour all over the world and all this shit and that was like fully off of just blogs and people discovering my music online and like that those kind of like tastemaker you know like yeah like you said kind of curated like sites where people like kind of trusted that they were going to find something they liked and so it's just yeah it's just such a different experience now and like I do feel like we kind of came in at this time where it was like the transition almost yeah. between yeah. like they were artists that definitely like really really um like benefit off of off of like the blog age I think like you know artists like The Weeknd and like Lana Del Rey and like these yeah. artists who became like massive but they really started in the blogs but like I feel like we kind of came in at this time where it was transitioning out of that and into like streaming and this whole new paradigm. So mm-hmm. it, it was like, it's like we came right after that. Yeah. Where like Instagram really became a thing where it's like, if you're on a label, they're like, oh yeah, keep your Instagram and your socials. Like, like Instagram wasn't a big deal in 2012 or no. 2013. But then no. when you get into like 2015, it's like, I know everything is Instagram. Yeah, I got signed like right around when labels were flailing. Like yeah. everyone's job was like becoming yep. obsolete, and they were all just kind of like scrambling, and they were like, "Ah!" Oh, and it was a mess. What year was like you got signed? Do you remember? It was twenty. I mean, it might have been like a little bit. It might have been right in the middle of it. So like twenty fifteen. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's like one uh-huh. same. Maybe a little, yeah. yeah. It was a shit show. I know. Yeah. And they were I, like, they're yeah. like socials, socials, <laughs> social networks. Yeah. And you're like, okay, we get it. Like, you're scared you're going to lose your job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it seemed like the entire marketing plan was just like, okay, post on Instagram every day. Yeah. It's like, okay, like, I don't have that much yeah. to say yeah nothing was like day. lining up properly no, it was so desperate too it was like just such a, and I feel like it, there hadn't been the realization of like okay like social media is essentially just like like and it, I don't know it's almost like the I remember there was like this period where the labels were really pushing like yes like socials but then also like trying to do really like well-produced content and stuff yeah. for mm. it, where where now it's like oh, okay, like, that doesn't work. Like, socials have to just be very personal and very, like, almost, like, lo-fi, I feel like, to work. And it was just such a weird time of, like, trying to make, like, Instagram this, like, I don't know, like, 
thing. I still don't know how to do it. I don't either. I'm so I'm like, what's this age now? Like, how does it even work? This, this age, age is just like, TikTok. This age is like you have to literally be like in the middle of a meltdown and then like live stream it. Literally. <laughs> Wait, that Wait, happens but to me actually, every day. I just need to press live stream. Yeah. No, I know. I constantly think about live streaming my breakdown. I know. <laughs> I should. <laughs> Yeah, like I wish I didn't care so much. I feel like the more you just like let it all hang out in like an unhinged way, the more yeah. But also, I think I guess totally. But I also I think like that's like detrimental to like you you at the end of the day and like yeah health too because like it's not healthy to be like just like sharing like the most intimate parts of yourself constantly with totally like I don't know I. I, it's just a lot. And I feel like, I don't, yeah, I'm kind of like, I'm constantly kind of like torn between those two things too, of like, oh, I need to share more and I need to be like more. Cause I feel like people always respond the most to things that are very like yeah intimate and like real, but also it's like a lot to put yourself out there that way. And like to be expected to, I, also I think there's feel a like, balance. Yeah. And I also feel like it turns into this thing sometimes where it's like this kind of cycle of like who has it the worst. Like, you know what I mean? Like in order for people to like care about your art or something, you have to be like down yeah. bad. Yeah. And like yeah. I'm, I've dealt with depression and like Mm. I like it just like letting it all out like yeah, yeah like that's the way that people care about your art is if you just like trauma dump on the world and it's just like I don't really want to do that like I like I'll talk about shit if I want to and like I think that's also why I make music is because it's like an outlet to talk about it but I don't know if I feel like I need to go on Twitter every time I'm like yeah today I feel really depressed and I mean like, everyone's I feel like just shit. like self-indulgent everyone yeah. wants to yeah. like, hear themselves talk the only person I'll like let get away with that is Trisha Paytas <laughs> is <that> Trisha Paytas <laughs> yes. no I don't she's just oh a God. complete icon she is was a youtuber I guess uh-huh. right Casey I don't even know like where she's she came like, from the world. She's, she's just out of Iowa. control. Like give her a Google and okay. you'll just understand right away. She just looks like. I'm literally doing it. Right. She looks like she was like, made in a factory. Yeah. She's giving factory. She looks like a little like cabbage patch doll with like a, <laughs> with blonde hair. Oh and she's just so unhinged on the internet and like wow. only eats Chick-fil-A and like drives a pink Hummer. Or a pink G-Wagon, rather. Obsessed. And she's just, like, she's obsessed with musicals and just, like, always uh-huh. singing Hamilton. She's quite... Oh, my God. She's quirky. Yeah, I'm going to have to check her out. Yeah. yeah, it's a really beautiful work. It's, I mean, it's it's insane. Um, But, yeah, otherwise... Also, Kara, I love that we're, like, people just want to hear themselves talk. And we literally have a podcast, have a podcast. where we just talk. <laughs> I mean... Well, no, I was going to say... Period. I'm sure like the podcast is also a way of doing what we're talking about where it's like opening up and talking about like real things, but like in a different context where it's like, it's not just like you're like, I don't know. I just, yeah, I know what you mean. And I definitely, it's like, it's like, like you want to uh, protect your privacy. I like, get yeah. it. I'm, I'm also well, like, yeah, I guess. Sorry. I didn't mean to. No, no, no. I'm just saying like, I'm 31 now and I'm like, I have my little life and I don't want like, you know, there's a way to kind of. Yeah. You have to prepare. Yeah. Like I don't want everyone knowing my biz, but then we started a podcast. So now everyone knows everything. But it's, it's funny. I feel like maybe it's just also partially like being a millennial or something like I find it easier to talk about stuff like on a podcast or something as opposed to like trying to compress something into Instagram or Twitter. Like, that's the thing is like that feels very just like diluted and it, and it almost seems like that's the perfect place for like shit to get taken out of context where it's like you know oh, absolutely also yeah. you're like sitting writing something out editing it it's not just like coming out of out of your mouth you know yeah and yeah there's like you're right there's like context when we're just like having a candid conversation yeah. It's um, definitely very cringy like sometimes when it's like such like 
you know, people will post just like photos of them, like, like mid cry or whatever. And it's just so like performative and it's like, I can't cry. Yeah. Like that, like there's a level of it where it's just so like, I mean, it's a bit mental illness. If I do say so myself, (laughs) it is a bit mental illness for sure. Like all this shit is so, um, just created for I mean yeah I'm not gonna lie like I've cried before and been like do I look cute (laughs) oh I mean we all love looking at ourselves while we're crying oh babe I I love to watch myself cry watching I used to (laughs) I'm like such a water sign like so sensitive I used to I used to be obsessed with Justin Timberlake now Mm. very much over him like yeah he's seeing the Britney yeah yeah like he's dead to me um except the justified album is like oh it's so good yeah that's that's untouchable that's yeah that's like that's not even i'm like that's like separated from yeah totally yeah totally um yeah so i used to like have a massive crush on him (laughs) um and i would sit in my ikea bedroom everything was lime yeah. lime green and hot pink <laughs> and I would sit in front of the mirror and like look at my poster Justin Timberlake <laughs> and pretend that we I would listen to the album and pretend that Justin and I just broke up and I would cry and yeah. be like I'd be like it's fine maybe I just and I would like I was like 11 yeah. and I would cry and I was like why can't I like pretend that we're together of course I had to do like the dark like us breaking up like always needed the drama yeah you always want that when you're young you like yeah drama that's why that's why shit like like i you know like euphoria and like all the you know these types of the shows are just like so perfect because like that's totally. all you want you just like because... want to feel like unhinged and like just like Ugh, such a good feeling yeah because you're like hormonal and emotional and shit and it's like how do i take this out and you don't even know how to like say it so you're just like i'm gonna create this yeah. very made up scenario sometimes I would sit and like think about what if my dog died or something and then I'd just start crying Aww. <laughs> for intrusive thoughts babe Aww. yeah okay yeah. that's anxiety I know I have intrusive thoughts oh uh, yeah babe, okay. every I'm like what I'll be standing there like talking to somebody and I'm like what if I just spit in their face right now <laughs> yeah. like all the time I'm like what if I just like took a shit on the floor like, yeah, I like think, what is the worst thing I could do right now that's anxiety yes. and then you feel bad for thinking it and you're like am I is yeah you're wrong? like am I evil. going crazy because yeah. I didn't want that yeah okay I guess it's anxiety. yeah yeah um, wait but I have another interesting thing about social media okay so <laughs> <laughs> okay so Val Taishi you recently yeah. like used social media to your advantage though because you had a fucked up label situation and you called their asses out good good for you yeah what happened do you is it triggering to talk about it i mean it's fine i've been talking i've been dealing with it a lot lately because i've been like just talking about it a lot lately so it's okay it's like i mean basically it was just it was like a few years of being on a label that it was just got worse and worse and worse and it was just like a complete nightmare situation and like you know begged them to drop me they wouldn't drop me whatever so much so much happened but obviously I'm not going to get into it but basically like the last thing was after I finally like got my second album out and I got out of the deal and everything um I mean it took it took two almost two years from when they released the album for them to pay me my advance like the back end of my advance um and everybody else like everyone who worked on the um album didn't get paid for like at least a year and um it was yeah I mean it was just I mean and that's like not even that's like the tiny like final little like cherry on top of you know was it like a small label like operating under no I mean it was like it was like well when I signed to it it was it was also like I signed to them 20, I think it was like top of 2016. And it was like Mm -hmm. in that phase where there was still this like belief that like indie labels were better in some way. um, Taylor Swift, like example, because wasn't she on some like small label and they were like, look what we can do. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, (laughs) it was like, yeah, 
I signed to an indie that was like a bigger indie, like had a good, they had done really good shit in the past and they'd had some really amazing artists. And so they had like a cool reputation, but I feel like I signed to them like right before they just completely fell apart. And like, so after I signed to them, they did a deal with a major and did like a partnership thing. So it was like this weird thing um, for my first album where it was like, on my label but it came out through like a major label but then like nobody at the major label like really like like it was just this whole confusion where it was like the worst of both worlds you know and like nobody knew like who was supposed to be working on what and um that was just the beginning and then that partnership like died and it was like an indie again but it was just it was like you know a label that was like totally struggling to figure out how to be a label in that time and was basically being run by a total like narcissistic um asshole who um i love those didn't care you know at the end of the day like did not care at all about the artists that he signed and um i mean yeah it's i feel like it's it's a common tale but um yeah i basically had to get my album taken down on platforms because like I mean, they were just flat out ignoring me for like a year and a half when I was trying to get paid after the album was put out and stuff. And I'm so sorry. That's <laughs> thanks. I mean, yeah. So, so that was like my last resort. And I, I um, had the album taken down, like to try and get their attention and like force them to pay me. And they like still didn't say anything for a while. So then I was like, okay, fuck this. I'm, I'm just like gonna say something publicly. And I'd been wanting to say so much stuff publicly for a while because it was like I was constantly dealing with this shit I mean it's like people don't really understand I think like like fans you know a lot of the time don't understand um the reality obviously like the reality of what an artist is dealing with and what has to happen in order for like music to come out and like a tour to be able to happen and everything so it's like like why, you know, why haven't you put out music? And so like, yeah, it all falls music? on your shoulders. Yeah. Kind of and thing. it's like, you have no idea. <laughs> like, yeah, I, it's not because I don't want to, it's because I'm signed to a company that will not like, let me release music basically. So I don't know. It's just, there's so many levels to it, but yeah. Um, so are you out of, I'm out deal? of that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank I've, God I can breathe. Yeah. Thank God. But it just seems like what I find interesting about that is just there's so many stories about like artists kind of being held hostage by their label. Mm -hmm. That's so fucked. What's so weird is it's like you would think just from a business perspective, you'd be like, okay, let's try and recoup this money. Like, yeah, they finished something. Let's just put it out. Like, let's just like to, to hold up an artist and a business. It's like, for what? Yeah, like what what is the purpose of it like I don't understand is it just they don't give I think it's just because they like don't know what they're doing so they yeah. don't know buying like, time or something yeah and like for them to release something they obviously have to spend money on it right yeah, exactly. so like I mean I had I mean I I, I all, you know, it's like they, I mean, I, I don't know like how much I should go into like my shit, but, <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, it's a crazy, it's a crazy business, like trying to run a label. It's like, essentially, I just don't think it makes sense. Like artists should be running their own label. Like artists should be releasing their own yeah. shit. But, I mean, I, I yeah. yeah, unless you have like kind of a marketing wizard at a label who's like, yeah gets the vision and everything but it seems like more often than not like money is just being thrown at the wall and yeah. not really like thought out or like communicated with the artists like what's your goal here like how can we ultimately like make this successful in the world and also like translate it into a career for you that is profitable and yeah. makes sense long term yeah when yeah. i was with Columbia, sorry. When I was with Columbia, they we we didn't know what we were fucking doing. Like we had a manager who I don't know, we were excited that they just wanted to throw money at the project. They spent a hundred thousand dollars on our music video and then (laughs) and then no one saw it. (laughs) And then like they were like, Well, 
we just spent a hundred thousand dollars on your music video like and they didn't want to give us any more money for anything else and we we're like okay like we didn't even ask for that much we didn't even need that much yeah. and they were like here take it and then we couldn't like move from there we were just kind of like stuck oh, and they were God. like get your socials up and we were like how it's so irritating the number of times i feel like i kind of had a similar thing with def jam i've talked to other artists who were in similar situations where like they'll give them you know give the artist a chunk of money for like a music video or something but do at like throw no money at the actual like marketing of the music it's so video. dumb so it's like okay let's just put it on youtube and yeah. like hope something happens hope it goes viral it's like that's not a fucking business yeah plan. the 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 hope for something to go viral yeah exactly i can't yeah the business <laughs> plan sorry babe the yeah. only thing going viral is trisha paytas going to chick-fil-a <laughs> like <Yeah>. actually <laughs> i mean i feel like it's one or the other where it's either like the like yes like the label will just like throw money at shit and then like and not and the artist will kind of like not really be like aware and then obviously like ultimately that's money that is coming out of the artist's pocket like it's just like obviously like you know a loan that you're paying back um but like so many artists don't know that and even for me like I didn't fully wrap my head around that like hadn't fully wrapped my head around that when I signed my my first deal like I I knew about recoupment but I I was like oh like surely like I just it didn't really like hit me until I was like oh like all of these streams all of this shit like I'm not making any money from that Mm, for a long time um and there's so much of that stuff that I feel like we either are familiar with or like we hear about in the music industry but until you're like actually experiencing it and like a practical way you like don't really realize like how fucked up it is um but yeah I had like the opposite problem where it was like well no like it's just really like they 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 spend money on the wrong things or they spend too much money or they don't spend any money at all and I've been in that situation where it's like how do you want me to make an album (laughs) like you are not giving me a budget to work with and you're like like having to pay for everything out of pocket myself and like waiting to be reimbursed and then like it's just like you you know it's yeah it's like a lose-lose situation really they're like Um, how much could an album cost thirty (laughs) dollars Yeah, it's like honestly, mine's about two. <laughs> I can't sick. wait. It's honestly, it is like peak creativity though to work with very little budget. Yeah. Like, like going being fully independent now and like kind of paying for shit out of pocket or like working with a small budget from like distribution. I'm like, oh, actually, this is kind of sick. I'm like using my brain to. Yeah. Just yeah, there's so much wasted problems. money in those. Like, I think yes. about that music video that we made, which was awesome. I love it. It's a good but it's video. like, it did not have to cost that much. I also think that they just like, they were like, okay, we're going to throw a bunch of money into this project because we think it's going to be great. We're going to put $100,000 into this video. And if it does well, then we'll keep putting money. In. So yeah. we just were like, oh, they're like willing to just throw a bunch of money at us. For sure. And, and when they, yeah. it was like a gamble. And when them. you're starting out and stuff and you're like, you're like, you're going to like that carrot. Like, yeah, like, of course you're going to take that. And you don't really know yet. You don't really understand. That's why I'm like, I really, really like feel like concern for like all of these, like, like really young, like kind of like, you know, viral or like TikTok or YouTube kids who get like snatched up by major labels and signed to these crazy deals. And like, it's just sad a lot of the time when you see like, like people being just like plucked out of like complete obscurity and, and like all of a sudden it's like, you know, they sign like a million dollar deal and it's like, that's exciting and everything but like that person just took a loan for a million dollars like that how do you maintain like (laughs) yeah like they owe that money now to a company and like they're like 16 years old like what Mm -hmm. it's just yeah it's I think it's also like the kind of like emotional toll of I think it's just like the the cost I guess of like 
going viral and stuff on social media, like the idea of watching someone get hugely famous for like a minute, you know, off a of TikTok or something. And then it feels like it, it turns their life upside down, like their life changes. And Ellen DeGeneres is like, come on my show and talk oh about TikTok. God. And then like, and then after that, what? Because people forget about people like the the public forgets about people totally so it's like okay you have one moment you're chasing that for the rest of your life and you probably got a bunch of money thrown at you and for the most part people cannot recreate that because that's just like how the internet is and how going viral is but um it's kind of like a little bit evil in a way you know it's just kind of fucked up that you're just like it feels like everyone becomes these like little show ponies, you know, or like zoo animals. I feel like it's been happening for a long time, like oh, yeah. on American Idol and stuff. But I think now it's just like the it, it, there's just so much and it's just oversaturated yeah. that there's like a million people getting, you know, going viral a yeah. day. Whereas like it would just be like William Hung, like on American Idol, like singing oh, his really? cute little song. Oh my and God, he'd, I like, haven't have thought about moment. him. I think about him often. <laughs> I, I haven't thought about him in a while. Well, but I feel like, like he could probably like sustain, like I feel like he could probably have like a full career. Like maybe <laughs> he's like doing, I'm sure he's doing something great, but like I would hire him for a party. Yeah. Same. I feel that like would he's be unreal. Doing, yeah. I feel he's like he's so gorgeous. <laughs> no, he's everything. Oh, yeah. I haven't thought about William Hung in a long time. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's also like at, at least with like American Idol and stuff, like you had to be like a certain age to like audition, and like I don't know, I just really it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah, you're right. Imagine being like a like literal child right now, and like you put a video online, and like or you have like a bit of a following, and then like you blow up, and and maybe you don't come, you know, from you have a background where like you don't have anybody to like advise you on any financial decisions or like anything, you know, business decisions Mm -hmm. or, or you, your family really needs that money. And like, you know, it's just like, I just feel like it's such a like scary idea to me um, that these like labels are basically, you know, like kind of like, predators in a way they're like vultures yeah um wait just a side note william hung has a master class it's called bold and confident master class oh my god i knew it see incredible he's amazing wow i really like him oh he's so cute (laughs) i would take his master class honestly same that's like probably has a lot to teach honestly (laughs) Yeah, yeah absolutely I'm obsessed. There's Wait. a picture of him performing at UC Berkeley. I'm obsessed. Oh, I'm obsessed. Wait, okay. So back to making music. Do you mm-hmm. feel like, like growing up, you always wanted to do music? And also, do you feel like, and I've thought, I say this because I've thought about it so many times, like knowing how fucked the industry is and how long I've kind of been hustling and whatever, do you feel like there would ever be a point where you're like, you know what? I think I'm going to hang this up and go do something else. Yeah. I mean, okay. First question, like, yeah, I, I always, I definitely from like as far back as I can remember, like wanted to be a singer, always wanted to do that and like make music. And then that became more like, as I started like writing and like learning more about music, like wanting to be, you know, like an artist and write songs and kind of like, that grew, but I, I definitely always wanted that. But I think once I kind of got to like teenage years and then into like my, the beginning of like adulthood, I, I totally lost, like kind of lost it. Cause I didn't, it was kind of like, you know, beaten out of me in this way of like, oh, well, like, that's not realistic. And like, I don't know, like, there's no, like, I don't think that's like, oh, an actual career that I could have. So I kind of like, just like, put it aside and I and I would do my kind of music stuff just on my own but I wasn't like pursuing it or anything um and uh but yeah like now I I realized that I did always want it um I think for a while I kind of like pushed it away um and like yeah I mean I I 
I don't know. I mean, I, I, I do think about at times, like, not so much just like giving up and being like, okay, I'm done with this. And like, I'm, but kind of thinking about what other things, like I, I, I toy with the idea, a lot of like going back to school to like learn something new and like study something that, you know, I can just, just opening my mind to something completely different. Um, but I feel like I'm at this point and I feel like you and I have talked about this Casey, where it's like, I've done it now for long enough that I can't turn back. Like it kind of just feels like I've done it for long enough that now I'm like, there is no other option. <laughs> like, it's like, I, I have to, um, it's almost like motivating me more to like make it happen. But at the same time, I'm putting less pressure on it. If that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not ready to, to be like, this isn't my priority anymore, but I do think about it sometimes. And I will say I've definitely had those moments in the last few years where I've just been like, you know what, like, I don't know how much fucking longer I can take. And I remember like maybe a year ago, I was talking to another, another friend who's a musician too. And being like, I got two years left in me. <laughs> she it's was so like, wild how we all feel this way. <laughs> It's yeah. hard. It's so many, like every artist I know, like literally every artist in my like community that I know is like, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. It's fucking hard. And it's like, no, it's like, yeah, it's hard. We all know it's hard. Like it's not easy <laughs> to start it. But, but honestly, like people don't know. Like, and, and it's also like the way that it's not just like a career that's hard. It's like a career that is like, it's like, it is you, right? So it's like, yeah. like, there's no separation. And I think that that's something that I've been like, actually actively like working on a lot in my life is like being able to like separate like myself as like a human being and like my self-worth from like my work and my success or career, you know, like that's so hard to do. And it's, it's just like, it's such a, it's such a mind fuck. Like, trying to do something that is so hard and at the end of the day it, it is just like the most intimate parts of you that you're having to yeah. fight so hard for and and you're having to like you know be really like I don't know it's just to be expected to be so like proactive and like um like pushy and like assertive over something that like is not easy to be that way about mm -hmm. like at least for me, like it, it's, it, it's really hard. Yeah, it's, it's, to be... It takes a lot of energy. It's like, yeah. I, yeah. I feel like something I've noticed in myself too. I mean, cause I feel similarly where it's like, I love making music and I always have, and I think I've always wanted to do music and similar to you. Like I didn't really like admit that I wanted to do it until mm. I was kind of already doing it. Yeah. You know, because yeah. it was like, oh, that's not a real career. That's not a real, yeah. you know, thing. And it's um, scary to say, too. To be totally. like, I want this and I deserve to be like. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like goofy. But yeah. but I feel like, um, oh, one thing I, I've kind of observed in myself is I would kind of like make myself feel bad for the moments where I did not feel super in love with you know being in music or like being an artist mostly just because of like industry shit where i'm like it's it's a really 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 hard job hard career like hard way of life because it comes and goes and it's fickle and you have to constantly be like pushing yourself and you, yeah you can't separate yourself from what it is um and then i would feel like well, why would you feel that way? Like you have to be in love with it all the time. You have to be grateful for every single opportunity because like other people would kill to even yeah. be where you are right now. And and it was this like shame that I'd kind of put on myself for not feeling like I need, like I, I would feel like I need to be in love with it all the time, constantly. And like, there's nothing else in the world that I would ever, ever do in order to be like deserving of opportunities. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I get that for sure. Just yeah. Like, yeah. It feels like sometimes even talking about like, yeah, well, I guess maybe in the future, like 
maybe I'd go study something else or maybe I'd do this. Like even that feels like, ooh, why would I even say that? Like, damn you for saying that. You yeah, know? no, I know what you mean for sure. Yeah. Like I'm constantly having to remind myself of that. Like I feel like I'm, I fluctuate between being like, this is trash and like, I don't know how much more I can take. And then being like, I'm so grateful and I can't believe that I get to, you know, like, the, totally. and, and sure. like, yeah. And also like acknowledging that like, like the privilege of like having the options that I do have and where I have gotten to and that there are a lot, like you said, lots of people that would kill to like have those opportunities and stuff. But obviously like, we're always going to be, um, I think that's something that doesn't change like no matter how successful you are I think there's like a lot of freedom Casey and I have talked about this a bit how like the the older we've got gotten or like the longer we've been in the industry the more we kind of like we kind of like don't care as much about what we're not as like selective maybe and there's a bit (laughs) of freedom of in just being like fuck it you know Mm -hmm. I feel like I was so just there was so much pressure on every like move I made Mm. and then we made a podcast and we're like fuck (laughs) it I don't know it feels like kind of liberating in a way to just be like you know what I make music like I work hard at it but like I don't know if it if it doesn't you know make me millions of dollars like who fucking cares yeah (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. I feel like it's um yeah it's like accepting the ability to be neutral about things too whereas like like i said like it it almost feels like you have to be you're kind of conditioned to be like i am so grateful thank you fans for supporting me i love you i love this i love you know and i you know to be fair i do a lot of the time but it's like okay to be neutral also and just be like i'm gonna make music and this is fun for me and i'm not gonna think too deeply into it and like it's also exhausting yeah like like anything you get exhausted sometimes and like need to like pull back a bit yeah 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 you know um this like makes me think a lot about like ageism and stuff Mm -hmm. in the industry do you ever um experience things like that (laughs) Yeah, I, mean, I know we're like young and youthful, but I'm just, you know, but we're, mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm 32. So like, yeah. by industry standards, like I'm done, my career's over. You're literally <laughs> Betty White, which is yeah. crazy, because you literally your skin is smooth as an yeah, egg. Like, you're yeah. literally, I was googling your pics. Oh my god. I'm like, what do you do? Thing, the only thing that's like, got me clinging to like a career. So no, <laughs> No, but like it's it's I I I think I've felt it more in a lot of like sublim more subliminal ways. I yeah. definitely haven't. I have to say I haven't um personally had many like head-on situations where it's been like okay, like you are, you know, but it's mm-hmm. a lot obviously it's worked into every fucking aspect of like the culture of the industry and like yes, I definitely feel that. But I think for me I had the realization like like early, like, you know, the first year of pandemic where we were all like losing our minds and like coming to terms with everything. And, um, I, I was feeling really shitty about myself for a long time that year because pandemic happened. I'd been, um, I had just like signed to a new label and I had just, I was on tour, uh, when lockdown happened and I just spent like a ton of money on the tour and like it got canceled and I lost, you know, I lost all that money and I, everything obviously like dried up, um, in the industry. And it was just like, I was financially like, you know, in like the worst situation I'd been in, in a while. And I was like turning, I think I was turning 31 at that point, And I had some like personal experiences that had really made me like, kind of come like head to head with my age and getting older. And I, I realized that like most of the anxieties I had around that were Mm self-inflicted, which isn't to say that it's not caused by like, it's definitely obviously like caused by like, you know, the culture of the industry that we're in, but it's like, I had internalized it and, and I, I was kind of putting that on myself more Mm -hmm. than anyone else. And I kind of just realized like, it doesn't matter. And personally, I've felt so much better about myself and about my work and 
who I am and what I do. Like in my, since I turned 30, like I was completely miserable for most of my twenties and like not, and like, didn't really know like what I wanted as an artist and stuff. And I think like you were saying age and the experience of going through all this, um, going through the industry and, you know, all of the learning experiences, I feel like way, I just feel like empowered by it in a lot of ways. And, um, I think I definitely had like a switch, like at one point where I was like, no, like this is actually a strength. Like I'm not like a, a bright eyed, like 22 year old who like is going to get completely like fucked over by somebody like I've kind of been there. (laughs) And like now (laughs) I know, you know, so yeah. But, um, yeah, I've definitely had, um, situations where, um, people, you know, where people have made me feel like, okay, so like, there's like a ticking clock on this in, you know, for you. And if I decide that I want a life that has anything, you know, other than like just being in the studio 24 hours a day, like I'm not going to suppose I'm supposedly not like don't want it bad enough or you know like that mentality being put on you by people around you is definitely very toxic and um yeah yeah i saw that um oh sorry no go go go. i I saw that ali x like had to cancel her tour because of her i guess she has like some chronic illness and she's in the hospital which is so sad i know um but yeah, I saw that she was kind of like having to explain. She's like, I wish I was like 21 years old and I could yeah. like go nonstop. But like, this is the reality. And like, I don't know, just I I like I used to actually live with her when I was super no young. Way. And yeah, I used to like I she's from Toronto. She, I know yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was just like such a fucking like she kind of started when she like started really like becoming Ali X, I think when she was like around 28. Mm-hmm. and maybe She's maybe like a bit younger yeah too. oh my god and I was yeah. like living we lived together in this like artist house um which was such a weird toxic environment it was like this house in the hills and there were like a couple producers Allie was there and she was just like she at like 27 or 28 I don't know she was like I'm just gonna move to LA and do it and she was like sleeping on the couch there and she was like busting her ass and just like I don't know. She's just such an inspiration. And it's like mm-hmm. sad that she had to cancel her tour because I feel like, you know, she's been gearing up for this moment for so long. Yeah. But it yeah. Feels, it feels frustrating because it yeah, it is kind of like the minute you have to slow down or like whether you need you know, it's like because you you mentally can't handle it or physically or whatever, it's like it feels like it's this like mark against you almost yes totally where it's like like, ooh, I don't know if we can like hire her for something like she had to cancel it or like whatever she what has taken a break when you're prioritizing your health you're like yeah yeah you're kind of just like taken off the radar yeah yeah fucking bizarre um it's just like a symptom of like I think just in general like where we're at with this like just insatiable need for like new 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 constantly on like like just in this like digital age and like people it's if you're not constantly out there promoting yourself and doing shit and releasing stuff like yeah you get taken you you're out like and then you have to claw your way back in like I feel like every time I've like I've every time I've like released a new project, like it's taken like a couple years in between because I've gotten caught up in these like shitty label situations that have made me like stuck for a while. And like, I feel like every time I release something, I'm like restarting. You yeah. know? And, and uh. it's like, it's so hard once you get off that wheel, like to get back on it. And totally. yeah, it's definitely. And then I you think, post yeah. something and people are like, wait, who is this? Why do I follow them? And then they unfollow you. <laughs> then they unfollow you. <laughs> so like re- you post something thinking you're like, okay, I'm back in the mix. Like people yeah. are going to start following me and then you lose a million followers. I literally <laughs> lose like a hundred followers every oh, time babe, I post something. Every time. <laughs> oh I'm, like, God, okay, I'm just going to step by you silently. Yeah. Maybe you'll just keep 
keep I definitely the- don't even notice that, but I'm sure it's happening. Like I, I, I it would just just ruin Instagram my day truly is the devil it's the devil I, it. I wish I didn't notice but I've got <laughs> nothing better to do than watch my followers just beep, 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 no. go down. Oh, um, God. okay wait I'm like I really have to pee can I just like, no it's okay I, yeah you know what we're almost at an hour we're almost at an hour oh, yeah we we've we've got so much in yeah, okay. and I feel like we've covered so much so yeah We'll let you pee, and <laughs> I'm so happy we all finally talked because this is incredible. My two Canadian queens. Yes. So nice Are you in LA? You. Yes, I am. Okay, next time I'm there, we're all getting drunk. Yeah. We yes, absolutely let's, let's are. Okay, definitely. have a good pee, and thank we'll you bye. so bye. much, Angel. Thanks bye. for having me. Of course. Bye. This is great. Bye. Okay, bye.